Do you know that from your position, you can change a situation? Do you also know that you are the master over the created world and that you are meant to rule over everything God has made? Listen carefully to Pastor Shegun Obaji as he brings to you with simplicity and clarity the message of the new creation realities in Christ Jesus. Be blessed as you listen. Lord God Almighty, lift up your hands and just minister to the Lord and give him praise. For the Lord is good and his mercy endures forever. Who is like unto our God? The God who rules and reigns in the affairs of men. Lift up your hands and give him praise. Wave those hands to the Lord and bless him. Father, we give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise. Thank you, Father. Blessed be your holy name. Thank you for your presence with us. Blessed be God. Blessed be God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. What a mighty God we serve. What a mighty God we serve. Go ahead and give God praise. Blessed be the name of the Lord God Almighty forever and ever. Just wave those hands to the Lord and bless Him. Give Him praise. Give Him glory. Give Him honor. For the Lord is good and his mercy endures forever sahala bahato de bredia manto cruce frende le brocha cria da bahaya thank you father thank you father in jesus mighty name we have worshiped father we thank you for the privilege to study your word we thank you for your holy written word and the power of your spirit to minister your word we give you praise be exalted father in the name of the lord jesus christ lord our hearts are open to receive your word we are asking that your word will come to everyone here present and our lives will be changed and transformed because of your word in the name of the lord jesus christ and we give you the praise for it thank you almighty father blessed be your holy name in jesus mighty name we have prayed say a big amen. amen glory to god i said glory to god amen please you may be seated are we good hallelujah all right um welcome to bible study in jesus name amen i believe you've been waiting to receive the word of god and god's word is coming your way today in the name of jesus christ hallelujah today i want to teach on what i have titled the business of prayer the business of prayer praise god all right prayer is not a religious exercise prayer is not catching fun in god's presence prayer is a transaction Prayer is a spiritual transaction. So prayer is not a religious exercise. It is not catching fun in God's presence. Prayer is a spiritual transaction. Now Jesus the Lord taught that prayer is a spiritual transaction in Mark 11 and verse 24. Mark chapter number 11 and verse 24. The Lord Jesus Christ the truth himself said therefore i say unto you what things soever you desire when you pray believe that you receive them and you shall have them now i want you to mark some very key words here in this particular verse of scriptures um, number one i want you to mark the word what things soever what things soever all right and then i want you to mark the word desire desire and then i want you to mark the word pray pray and then i want you to mark the word believe believe and then i want you to also note the word receive receive and then i want you to mark the word or note the word have have glory to god so it tells us here that what things soever we desire when we pray in other words what things soever we desire in prayer it says don't just come and say it to god like you're just catching your phone or just say it to god like it's just a spiritual exercise 
He says, what things soever you desire when you pray, he says, believe that you receive them and you shall have them. In other words, he's saying here that prayer is a spiritual transaction. You come to God with desire according to his word. And then you exchange your desire for that which God has promised in his word. Whatever God has promised you, your desire to have those things is what you come to God with in the place of prayer. And then the Bible says you believe that you receive those things and you shall have them. So God is saying here that prayer is a spiritual transaction. Can we say that together? Prayer is a spiritual transaction. Say it out loud. Prayer is a spiritual transaction. So prayer is not catching fun in God's presence. Prayer is not a religious exercise. Prayer is a spiritual transaction. Now, what is business? Business is a transaction of value that involves the giver and the receiver, the seller and the buyer. Amen? Amen. The sower and the harvester. Glory to God. All right, so there's a transaction here. It's a transaction of value for value. Now, prayer time is value time or valuable time. In other words, prayer time is not a time you just go to God and just you just want to kill time or you just want to while away time. No. Prayer time ought to be valuable to you. Why? Because prayer time is the time of transaction between God and man. This transaction is a holy transaction inaugurated by God in the beginning. And this transaction is a transaction between heaven and earth, between God and man, between the things that God has prepared for us in the world and our own physical experience of those things. Praise God. It is not enough to know that God has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. It is not enough to know the things that God has earmarked or prepared for us in Christ Jesus. We also ought to enter into the experiential knowledge of those things, enjoying those things and having those things. Now I want to refer you back to uh, the scripture we started with, our key scripture for this Bible study, Mark 11 and verse 24. It says, what things soever you desire. So whatever has been provided for in God's word is what we desire to have. Now the end result of prayer is have. I want you to mark that word have. Okay? You start with a desire on account of what God has provided for you and then you end with a have or some haves. Okay? So prayer is not go, desire, and then come back empty-handed. No. It says, therefore, I say unto you, what things soever you desire when you pray, believe that you receive them and you shall have them have. So uh, prayers are havers. <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> If you're a prayer, you ought to have things to show for your prayer life. Amen? You ought to have Samuels that you can show and say, this is what I received in the place of prayer. I prayed yesterday and I received this. Now I have it. Look at it. I prayed last month and I believe that I received and now I have this thing. This is an answer to prayer. First Samuel chapter number 1 and verse 20, the Bible tells us, Wherefore it came to pass, when the time was come about after Anna had conceived, that she bare a son and called his name Samuel, saying, this is the meaning of Samuel, because I have asked him of the Lord. Because I have asked him of the Lord. 
So what does that mean? It simply means that, you know, every one of us ought to have Samuels in prayer. If you have desire, then you ought to have that desire. Provided that your desire is in line with the word of God. Provided that you have a revelation of God's word. You see, that is what begins your desire to start with. You ought not to desire what God has not provided for you. You ought not to desire what God hasn't already given to you. You ought to desire the things that God has provided for in redemption. And the moment you find it in the word of God, then you know that it has your name on it. It has uh, your destiny on it. It has your address on it. And then you start desiring it. You start desiring it. You see, it is, it is um, bad taste for Christians to only have theological knowledge or theoretical knowledge of the Bible. You ought to have what is called experiential knowledge of the Bible. Experiential knowledge is the knowledge that comes to you as a result of translating your desires according to God's word into your halves. Amen. So you have something. In other words, there's something to show for the knowledge of God that you have. There's something to show for the knowledge of the Bible that you have. There's something to show for the knowledge of God that is in your heart. The things that you have learned of God. There's something to show. Hallelujah. Amen. David said, my tears have been my meat all day long. When they asked me, where's your God? Amen. That means there will always come a time in the life of every man that people will ask you, where's your God? Psalm 42 and verse 3. My tears have been my meat day and night while they continually say unto me, where's thy God? Where's your God? See, where my God is in heaven. Ah, doesn't he have any relevance on earth? Where's your God? My God is in the Holy of Holies. Ah, doesn't your God show up? Where's your God? My God is in my closet. Ah, can't your God show up and just at least let's see your God. Amen. Our God is the God of revelation. Our God is the revealing God. Our God is not a hiding God. Elijah prayed on Mount Carmel and fire fell down from heaven. Glory to God. He prayed and his God showed up. People saw the physical relevance and manifestation of his God. And when he called down fire, the fire of God came down right there and then. Glory to God. And people knew that indeed God of Elijah is the true God. Can someone say amen to that? I believe that very soon, in no time from now, people will get to know your God. Not by your storytelling. They will get to know your God by the manifestation of your God. Can someone say amen to that? God does not want us to tell stories about him. Tell stories of him. God wants us to showcase him, reveal him, manifest him. Can someone say amen to that? So prayer is that vital transaction that God has ordained that is business oriented for us to get results and then have things we can talk about. Have things of God we can share with people. Have testimonies we can share. People don't hide testimonies, they share them. You can't have a testimony and not want to share it. All right? Why? Because it's something worth talking about. God wants us to talk about his goodness, his loving kindness. He wants to show us his power. Can someone say amen to that? Yeah. And get ready, get ready, get ready. Your hour has come. Your time has come. You will not play religion in prayer anymore. It's time to begin to get results. If you believe it, say a big amen. All right. So, prayer here, go back to the anchor scripture, Mark 11 and verse 24. Therefore, I say unto you, what things soever you desire when you pray, believe that you receive them and you shall have them. So, that means the end result of prayer is having something. 
something that you have desired of the Lord according to his word. Something that you have found in the word. Something that you have come to know that is a provision that God has made ready for you. Something that you have come to know that God uh, has labeled your name on it. That this belongs to you. Can someone say amen to that? Amen. Amen. Whatever Christ died for, whatever redemption has provided for, is yours. Everything. Hallelujah. Can someone say amen to that? Yeah. Belongs to you. Belongs to you. It belongs to you. Ephesians chapter number 1 and verse 3. Alright. He says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with, come on now, how many? All spiritual, come on now, blessings where? In heavenly places in Christ. Glory to God. He has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. Why? Because when Christ died and was raised from the dead, he didn't die for himself. He died and was raised from the dead for us as our substitute. And so we have every privilege under God to enjoy everything that Jesus paid for, that he died for, that he was raised from the dead for. Can someone say amen to that? Amen. Amen. To enjoy everything that he died for. So prayer is that vital transaction. Whatever Christ has paid for, whatever redemption has afforded for us, purchased for us, we can actually enter into the experience of those things. Can someone say amen to that? Now, Hebrews chapter number 4. Quickly. Hebrews chapter number 4. Alright. And um, verse 16. The Bible tells us, it says, Let us therefore come how? Boldly unto the throne of grace, that we may obtain, come on now, mercy, and find grace where? To help where? When? In time of need. So that means when we come to God, the Bible tells us in prayer, we come to the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy. Obtain. Come and say obtain. obtain. Does that sound like having something? Yes, sir. Oh, good. So you come to obtain. Hallelujah. Are you with me? Yes, sir. All right. What do you come to do? Obtain. obtain. You see, you come to obtain mercy and find grace. To help in time of need. So you come to obtain mercy and you find to, you come to find grace in time of need. So the grace of God can be found in the presence of God, in the place of prayer, at the throne of grace. Hallelujah. We can obtain mercy, the mercy of God, right in the presence of God in prayer. You obtain, you find, you have, you have. Can someone say amen to that? Amen. You have. Now, you know, people have entered into the euphoria of prayer and what they enjoy about prayer is how they feel in prayer. Alright? The sweat or sweating. Alright? The goosebump. Amen? I said amen. amen. The gymnastics in prayer. He may not be receiving anything and he's not exercising his faith, but you know, that thing is just... You know, it has become something that the body has adapted to. It's just prayer gymnastics. I don't mean it is wrong to shake your body in prayer. Don't misunderstand me. Are you what I'm saying here? But <laughs> I would rather have you, you know, shake your body in prayer and you are shaking things. As you're shaking your body, you are shaking things in the spirit. Amen. <laughs> you're also receiving and having things. Can someone say amen to that? Uh-huh. <laughs> Not just shaking. So gymnastics. All right, um, is good if it is productive. All right, but there is um, no need for gymnastics if it is not productive. If it's unproductive, if it's unproductive, get rid of it. Get rid of it. Amen. There comes a time in your life that you begin to measure your worth. Based on your productivity. Alright. People don't worth much. When they are unproductive. Productive people are worth a lot. A lot much. More. Than unproductive people. Why? Because they have value. 
there's something to show for it. Elijah was a man that everybody knew. That that man, anytime he prays, God answers. Anytime he prays, God answers. Anytime he prays, God answers. Why? Because he's learned the art of productive business in prayer. So prayer is a transaction. It is not a fun fair. Prayer is a transaction. A spiritual transaction. Amen? See? Now look at um, um, James chapter number 1 and verse 5. James chapter number 1 and verse 5 It tells us something very profound here It says if any of you lack wisdom Let him ask of God That giveth to all men liberally And upbraided not And it shall be given him It shall It says but let him ask in faith Nothing wavering For he that wavereth is like a wave of the sea Driven with the wind and tossed let not that man think that he shall receive anything of the Lord. A double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. Now, what does that tell us? It tells us that, look, it is possible to pray and not receive in prayer. It's possible to pray and not receive anything in prayer. It is possible to pray and not have anything in prayer. It is also very much possible to pray and receive in prayer and then have. Things that you desired in prayer Things that you prayed for Or prayed about in prayer It is very possible It is a fact It's a reality For you to pray and have results in prayer So that tells us that prayer Alright Is a transaction It's a spiritual transaction That means God wants us to have results in prayer You know We wish to you know, have some very very uh, powerful brethren, <laughs> powerful in quote now, you know, um, in our fellowship when I was a student on campus, praise God, <laughs> we used to call them prayo, all right, prayo, yo, 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 you know, and those brethren can pray, all right, and they can pray, they will just go and pray and pray and pray and pray, all right, I learned, you know, how to pray from some of them in terms of the you know externalities of prayer you know the gymnastics you know the posture all right and the uh christianese in prayer all right father lord god almighty thou great god full of power and glory the king of kings and the lord of lords the i am man that i am and God Almighty, the powerful one who reigns and rules in the affairs of man. Hallelujah. Oh, I feel the presence of the Lord God Almighty. Yeah, this thing is moving me. Praise God. Now, Lord God, hallelujah. The glory of God and, and the power of God tabernacles here. Ooh, can you feel it? Brethren, can you feel it? <laughs> All right. Amen. I said amen. <laughs> All right, as good as that sounds, that's not prayer. Amen. amen. You know, for some of them, they have learned some things about, you know, uh, new vocabularies in scriptures. All right. Hallelujah. The imperial God with infinite power. Beyond finite elements and glory beyond space. Almighty Father, we give you praise. Hallelujah. For your glory here present. For where two or three are gathered together, there you are in the midst of them. Praise God. You know. And see, that doesn't mean you're praying. How many of us know that you can, you can buy a brand new you know, pair of shoes? Brand new. Amen. Without feeling goosebumps. How many of us know that? <laughs> and it's still brand new. True? And you paid for it. Right? You can receive things in prayer without feeling goosebumps. Does not mean, you know, you know, you shouldn't feel good while praying. But listen very carefully. It's not about the feeling. That's the point. 
It's not about the feeling. It's about making a vital contact. It's about making a vital contact. It's about making a vital contact with God. It's about the transaction of exchanging your faith and your desire for the things that God has promised you in his word. You are receiving things from God in prayer. It is not that you are just talking and you are just blabbing. No, it is not babbling or blabbing. It is not. It is actually receiving from God. Can someone say amen to that? Amen. Sometimes people use bogus words in prayer. It is needless. You can speak to God in your simple language. The most vital, potent thing in prayer is not what you say and how you say what you say. The most vital, potent thing in prayer is your faith. Your faith in God. Your faith. That assurance in your heart that tells you, Hey! I know that God has heard me. I know that he is faithful. I know that he can never deny me. I know that he's true to his word. I know that the scriptures cannot be broken. I know that God's word is true. And so you're praying with assurance in your heart. You're praying with that tenacity. You're praying with a bite in your spirit. You're praying with fervency in your heart. You're praying with that longing and desire that cannot be swayed. You're praying. You're praying. That is what makes prayer potent. Your faith. Can someone say amen to that? Your faith. Faith in God. Can someone say amen to that? All right. Now look at that James chapter number 1 and verse 5 that we read earlier. If any of you lack wisdom, it says, let him ask of God that give it to all men how? Liberally. And upbraided not, and it shall be given him. But, this is the condition here. Let him ask in what? Faith. Nothing wavering. For he that wavereth is like a wave of the sea, driven with the wind and tossed. Hallelujah. Driven with the wind and what? Tossed. So that man is unstable. He's praying yet unstable. He's calling upon the name of the Lord yet unstable. He's shaking in prayer yet unstable. He's quoting scriptures in prayer yet unstable. Now what is responsible for his instability? He's unstable because... He's not in faith. That means faith is our stability in prayer. Faith is our stability in prayer. Faith is what anchors your heart on God's word in prayer. Faith in God. Faith in God. Can someone say amen to that? Faith. Faith. So you come with that assurance. You come with that assurance. Something happened one time. We were uh, preparing for a crusade and it was raining cat and dog. It was really serious. So there was this brother that, you know, just gathered um, some other brothers around together to pray, to calm the rain. Amen. And so they started praying and they prayed, I think for a period of 15 or 30 minutes. And it was very intense. But it was not a prayer that was prayed in faith. So when the brother was done praying, all right, he now told the other brethren around, in case something happens, let's take our umbrella along so that um, <laughs> we can ensure ourselves. <laughs> Though we are afraid of what, uh, you know. So <laughs> one of the brothers said, <laughs> why take our umbrella? <laughs> we prayed. Did we believe God answered our prayer? Say yes. He said, but you know, sometimes you know, you cannot tell. Now, if prayer is a transaction of you cannot tell, an uncertain transaction, then listen very carefully. It is not worth the transaction 
it is not worth the praying it is not worth the starting it is not worth the doing amen Amen. it is not worth it glory to god someone was you know um had running nose the nose was running and you know prayed and received healing and then he went out and uh, what's it called water was dripping out of his nose was just coming down he said lord i prayed and i believe i have received i will not clean it and he didn't clean it the first one dropped the second one dropped the third one couldn't drop and then he was healed he felt the healing power in his body amen because you see he wasn't going by feelings he prayed he believed and he knew that god had done it glory to god amen i said amen he didn't clean it some of us will pray for financial supplies and then we'll go about borrowing. so what you actually meant to pray for was favor to borrow you didn't pray for financial supply you know why not just go to god and say lord i want to go and borrow give me favor before my lenders and let your mercy prevail he will answer i said he will answer <laughs> you can't pray for supply from god and go a borrowing amen and the scripture you used in prayer was you shall lend unto many nations and shall not borrow that was the anchor scripture <laughs> amen who are you fooling <laughs> praise god you know just go a borrowing you don't even need to pray about it take a loan just make sure you pay back Amen. But if you pray, listen very carefully. If you're praying, pray and believe God. Mean it. Mean it. Can someone say amen to that? Mean everything in prayer. Be a businessman in prayer. Be business minded in prayer. Don't just pray just for the fun of it. Some of us pray, we use anchor scriptures, we make confessions, and right there in the midst of the prayer, Alright, while we're giving thanks, we have forgotten the anchor scripture. What we said in prayer. And what we received in prayer. We've forgotten everything. And then we step out of prayer. And we're acting out what was on our mind. Before we started the prayer to start with. So everything we did in prayer was just religious exercise. Mere religious exercise. Amen? That's not prayer. When Elijah was praying, Lord, hear me, hear me. He knew that fire would fall down from heaven. And he was not ready to leave that place until the fire dropped. Amen? Amen. Why? Because he, he, he understood the transaction in prayer. It's just like paying for something, all right? It's not that he told you that, look, it's not in stock right now. Okay, we'll get it across to you. No. The thing is available, you paid for it. And you say, where's my goods? And they're telling you stories. You now leave that place and say, well, you are meek. That's not meekness, that's stupidity. Amen? You'll cause trouble there and call the police. Amen? Good trouble. It's either they give you back your money. Amen? Or they give you the goods, what you paid for. Can someone say amen to that? Amen. Take no no for an answer <laughs> amen tell your neighbor take no no for an answer mm-hmm. hallelujah so faith can someone say faith i can't hear you can someone say faith that is the legal tender in prayer that is the legal tender in prayer you give god you exchange your faith for the things that your faith has claimed and has received from the word of god you give faith up all right you release your faith 
and then you receive the things that you have believed. Can someone say amen to that? Amen. That's what prayer is all about. And you see, the core and the heart of prayer when it comes to spiritual transaction is actually faith. And I'm going to show it to you all through scriptures. Amen. Now, go back to our anchor scripture. It is anchor indeed, right? Okay. Therefore, I say unto you, what things soever you desire when you pray, believe. Mark the word, believe, 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 believe. Believe that you receive them and you shall have them. Believe. Now, you can read it this way. Therefore, I say unto you, what things soever you desire when you pray, if you do not believe that you receive them, you shall not have them. You shall have what you believe that you received in prayer, not what you prayed for. Because we say things in prayer. My God, open up, move, 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 do great things and all that. But in the heart, in our heart, we do not believe that, you know, he can actually do great things. It's your uncle that can do great things. He's your millionaire father that can do great things. Is that guy you want to borrow from that can do great things? You didn't believe God can do great things. Amen? You see, so it's not what we say in prayer that we receive in prayer. It is what we say in prayer and believe in prayer that we received that we shall have in prayer. So if you pray and faith is not a vital you know, ingredient in your prayer that activated that exchange or transaction, there is nothing to receive in prayer and there is nothing to have. How many of us see that? There is nothing to receive, there is nothing to have. You can only receive what you believe that you have received in prayer and then you will have that very thing. It will leap into being for you. Can someone say amen to that? Amen. Amen. I said amen. Amen. I prayed a simple prayer, you know. There were mosquitoes in my room. (laughs) So, I prayed a simple prayer. I said, in the name of Jesus, Father, I thank you because you created all things for me to enjoy, including mosquitoes. How many of us believe that? Mm -hmm. Therefore, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for enjoying this atmosphere and nothing perturbs me, nothing troubles me. Mosquitoes, I command you in the name of Jesus, gather yourself together, find your way out of this room, whichever way. All right? I'm going to bed and I'm going to enjoy my sleep. Thank you, Father, for it in Jesus' name. Amen. I didn't cover my body, no cover cloth. Amen. <laughs> because I believed what I just said. If you go and, you know, double the duvet <laughs> and hide under it and say, Father, I thank you because no mosquitoes shall bite me. All right, Father, the Father will say, I know mosquitoes will bite because you're already protected. It's just that when you start sweating. <laughs> Amen. You know, for some of us, we think it is sophistication, but it's stupidity. All right, we think because we went to school, spiritual things are now very obsolete and archaic before our eyes. It doesn't work that way. So, you know, people are making plan B while they are praying to God. Their plan A is prayer. Their plan B is a canal insurance. (laughs) They say it's wisdom. It is stupidity. And that's why people don't have answers to prayers because, you know, you have up to plan C or D. That let's let's so that God won't be angry that we didn't pray. <laughs> but in my heart, I know I know who to call him. I know, I know. But let's go and pray first, just to inform God about it, not to receive anything from God. Amen. And this is why a lot of people they just keep playing church, and when people are sharing testimonies, they don't believe. They don't believe. You know, some people don't believe some of those testimonies we share. They're like, just share testimonies <laughs> in this Nigeria. It can never happen. <laughs> but it's happening. Glory to God. Amen. Amen. Do you 
really believe in God? Come on, I can't hear you. Do you really believe in God? Do you believe that God can do all things? Do you believe that God can make a way where there is no way? Do you believe God can still move mountains? Do you believe God can make a way in the wilderness? Do you believe that God can cause rivers to flow in the desert? Do you believe God can put money in your pocket? Do you believe God can meet your needs? Do you believe God can do wonders? If you believe, shout hallelujah. So you come to God with that assurance in your heart. There's an assurance in your heart. You believe. You believe. You know, my wife and I were traveling one time. And I told her, I said, I don't even need to take any dollar. We're traveling to the United States of America. I said, I don't need to take any dollar, not even one dollar with me. I said, there's dollar waiting for me at the airport in Nigeria. There's dollar waiting for me at the airport in the United States of America. And there's dollar for me that was spent all through in the United States of America. She said, eh? I said, yeah. I said, my God shall supply. You know, I, you see, I was hitting my hand like this. I meant it. My God shall supply. All, not some. All my need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. I believe it. I'm a believer. Amen? Well, she had to prepare her own dollars. Okay? I said, you know, of me, I will not. When I got to the airport, Nigeria, Muritala Mohammed Airport, all right, at the Keja, got to the airport, somebody saw me and he said, Sir, I just want to bless you with this. And I opened the envelope, it was $400. Okay? When I got to the airport in the United States of America, amen, somebody saw me there, he said, God spoke to me that I shouldn't let you even say anything, I should just talk this into your hand. So he talked it into <laughs> Men would talk grace into your hand. <laughs> so, he just tucked it into my hand and I grabbed it and I looked at it. All right. <laughs> it was $1,000. Everything I needed to spend was provided for right there. I didn't have to pay for anything. Why? Because my God. Do you have a God? Yes, sir. Are you sure? <laughs> yes, sir. Is your God God indeed? <laughs> Can your God give you a bailout? Yes, sir. Can your God meet your needs? Yes, sir. Oh. Do you have a God? Yes, sir. Are you sure? Because yes, some of us, the way we live, like we don't have God. God is not like, <laughs> you better take care of yourself. God is in heaven. You are here on earth. You calculate the distance between heaven and earth. <laughs> Make sure you take care of yourself well. <laughs> Before God shows up, you don't know it may show up now, it may not show up. That's not our God. Yes, sir. Are you a believer? Yes, sir. Do you believe the word of God? Yes, sir. I believe the word. You know, I remember when we um, were moving church to, extending church to Lagos uh, from Ife. And I told someone, I said, watch what will happen. In just less than two, at most three years, we're going to get our own property in Lagos, Ikeja, for church. He said, there's no land in Ikeja again. I said, look, let me tell you something. God didn't promise his children, all right, virgin land. If you read the Bible as the seed of Abraham, look at what the Bible says. It says, I will give you the land of the Canaanites, the land of the Hittites, the land of the Perizzites, the land of the Jebusites. Amen. All the heights. Amen. I will give you their land. So that means, you see, the land is there preoccupied by those heights. Are you what I'm saying here? 
God says, I will drive them away and give you their land. So you, you don't have to go and say, well, there's no virgin land there. I can't buy land here. You can, you can buy up houses. People will start selling to you. Or they will hand it over. Can someone say amen to that? So I told the person, I said, I saw it in that scripture. It's available. That God can actually evacuate people from a particular location and say, you occupy. Amen? Amen. Look, look at our campground here. Uh, we were not doing uh, landscaping, you know, clearing, you know, cutting down trees and all that. They had done that for us. Yes, Amen. Yeah. While we were busy believing God in faith, glory to God, they were doing that. So we just came in and pam. They handed it over. Can someone say amen to that? Yeah. <clears throat> Do you believe God? Yes, Come on now. Do you believe God? Yes, Hallelujah. Just two years ago, something happened to me. All right. I eventually discovered that it was actually stone, kidney stone in my kidney. Amen. Well, the thing just gripped me, and for like about roughly three months or so, I was in pain. All right. There was only one person I shared it with, my wife. I said, but keep it to yourself. I'm in faith for this. All right. Now, listen. If you don't believe God like we do, <laughs> tell doctors to help you. But there are people who believe God. Do you know you can believe God absolutely? Well, if you don't really believe God, please don't, don't kill yourself. Tell doctors to help you out. When I told her, I said, this thing is taken care of. Except Jesus didn't die on the cross. The stripes that wounded him were meant for my healing. And that by those stripes, I'm healed. She said, eh? I said, yeah. I said, but what about, I said, no, forget about that because of her medical background. She's a medical doctor. Amen. <laughs> our medical doctors, when it comes to health, they can doubt. Amen. Except they have renewed their mind. It's their training. I don't blame them. <clears throat> Amen. There are very few believing doctors, medical doctors, in the area of health. There are not many. Because the moment they look at the thing, like their mind, ah, this could be this, this could lead to this, this could this, blah, blah, blah. their mind is working, ah, hey, do something quick or else, ah, this thing could kill, this one, you know, and they are thinking. So I said, you will not discuss this with me anymore, other than remind me of First Peter 2.24 and Matthew 8.17, and Isaiah 53 verses 4 and 5. That's a reference point. Is that okay? <laughs> You know, so, but I was in pain. I would stand before people, and the hand of the Lord would come upon me. The pain would disappear. I would minister in the strength of the Spirit. And the moment I'm done ministering, I step out of the podium, the pain comes back. Faithfully. <laughs> Faithfully. <laughs> so, <clears throat> one day, I was in the room. I was just giving thanks to God. Father, I thank you because your word cannot fail. Boy, I'm a believer. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I believe God. Oh boy, I believe God. I believe the word of God. And while I was giving thanks to the Lord, I know the voice of God. The word of the Lord came to me. He said, stand up, the pain is gone. Make sure you take a lot of water from henceforth. Even while you're fasting, drink a lot of water. Never again be dehydrated. I said, yes, Lord. I stood up. The pain was no longer there. It just disappeared. <laughs> Glory to God! And I said, anywhere I go, I'll tell the testimony. The pain disappeared. Amen? Amen. You know, so that's why, you see, when I'm fasting, I, I drink water. Right? Mm-hmm. Glory to God. Hallelujah. We later discovered that it was kidney stone. Because when I described the part to my wife, you know, and I say, is this part, this part? <laughs> she said, that's your kidney. 
Amen. But it dissolved by the power of God. Amen. Amen. I said amen. amen. Are you a believer? Because some of us will read the Bible and say, hmm, I wish I was in those Bible days when people were just receiving things from God and miracles were happening. I wish I was there when Moses stretched forth his hand over the Red Sea and parted it. Amen. But you know that the book of Acts, Acts of the Apostle, didn't end with the last chapter of the book of Acts. It's the Acts of the Apostles and the Believers. Was Stephen an apostle? Talk to me. The Acts of Stephen, are they not part of the Acts of the Apostles? Yes, sir. Uh-huh. Was Philip an apostle? Yes, sir. Talk to me now. Yes, sir. The Acts of Philip, all right, are they not part of the Acts of the Apostles? Yes, sir. So we can re- re- rebrand it, recoin it have a new coinage for it it is the acts of those who believe in the word of god acts of believers amen, amen. glory to god Hallelujah. do you believe the word yes, sir. <laughs> come on do you believe the word yes sir come on now do you believe the word yes sir somebody you know i was praying for someone one time when the meeting um a leg i think it was the right yeah the right leg was shorter shorter than the left so it was a healing crusade it was so powerful and marvelous things happened so somehow she couldn't connect to receive her healing so she came after the meeting and said man of god please pray for me and then while i was praying the word of the lord came to me tell her that before she steps out of the auditorium her last step out of the auditorium she'll be healed it happened at Moro, yeah, you know, Ipetumodu Moro area in Ilefe. Hallelujah. So I told her, I said, before you take the last step there, all right, you'll be healed. And then she said, are you sure? <laughs> I said, you know, I'm more than sure. I know you will be healed. So she was taking steps towards the main exit door of the auditorium and she got there she wanted to take the last step i was just laughing all right unperturbed she wanted to take the last step and the power of god hit her the right leg and the leg started growing out literally right she started screaming tears of joy ah! My leg, Pastor, my leg is growing out. I was just laughing. <laughs> and the leg grew out supernaturally. Amen. You know, do you know God, God, God is not a comedian? How many of you know that? Do you believe the word of God? Yes, Come on now. Do you believe the word of God? Yes, <clears throat> now, you know, my wife has come to believe that if I tell her, go to bed, this is taken care of. She goes to bed immediately. Because she has seen that happen over and over again. Time and again. Amen. Because when you believe this word, don't play games with God. This word. Amen. Something happened. You know, I, I got to a particular place and. Um, the place was bushy, a spiritual place where people prayed. And then I just took it upon myself. I said, look, I'm, I'm going to pay people to cut the bush. Amen. From my own pocket. And I said, Lord, I was talking to the Lord. I said, Lord, um, I'm doing it in your name. So you are owing me now. <laughs> and then I heard his voice. He said, I'll pay you. <laughs> Praise God. And I did it. I spent 30,000 naira. Amen. Suddenly somebody called me and he said, well, he just wanted to bless me. And he blessed me with 400,000 naira. <laughs> he didn't go pay me. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Amen. Oh dear, believe the word. 
It says, whatsoever you do in word or in deed, do in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. You can eat in his name. All right? Say, Lord, I'm eating this rice in your name. All right? Rice must not finish there. It's in your name that eat. You see, to the Lord we die if we die. We are, we are alive. To the Lord we are alive. We eat unto the Lord. If you fast unto the Lord, we fast. The direction of your action is the Lord. And he is the destination of your action. He is the substance and the object of your action. <laughs> Romans 14.8 For whether we live, we live unto the Lord. And whether we die, we die unto the Lord. Amen? You see, whatever we do, we do as unto the Lord. When you give an offering, you say, Father, I am giving you this. Thank you. Thank you. Amen? I'm teaching you how to practice the word. And then you get results. As you practice the word of God. You get awesome results. Can someone say amen to that? Man. Put the word to work. Put the word to work. Believe the word. You see, if you want to be a Christian, be a Christian. If you are not ready to be a Christian, and then quit being a hypocrite. Amen. Believe the Bible. We're praying one time, and the things we prayed for, all right, I I wanted to test. It was a prayer meeting. Some brethren were there praying with me. And then we prayed, we prayed for things according to God's word. And then I called one of them, come and give thanks to God after the prayer. All right. Now, what he was thanking God for, he was just thanking God for things generally all right i said step aside another person come give thanks the person was thanking god generally see that's that's the that's the problem in prayer i I called another person all of them were thanking god generally nobody remembered what they prayed about nobody gave thanks to god for the things that they had received in prayer so I was wondering, so what did you pray for or what did you pray about? <laughs> so after prayer, what are you going home with? Are you following what I'm saying here? <laughs> Do you know the way this modern world has been structured? If you are not careful, you may live your entire life without living by faith. Amen? Amen. For example, if you need a brand new car, you can take a loan, right? And then you pay gradually. Now, if you want to get a a house, you can get mortgage. Right? Uh Aha. And you can pay for the next 30 years. All right? You want to buy a phone, you can also get a loan. And you'll be paying 1,000 naira every month on the phone. Everything is structured now not to trust in God. So people people hardly pray and it breeds carnality. People are not believing God for anything. So what do you believe God for? When your government can take care of you, you can take a loan. Amen. And let me tell you something, you know, for those who take loans, good for you. Alright? But the truth is, listen very carefully. If you are not careful, you may live that way the rest of your life. And hand over indebtedness to your children. God forbid. Look at the prophet. He was a prophet. And he died. Owing people. The creditors came. They wanted to take his children. But the wife of the prophet cried out to Elisha. Said, look. They have come. They want to take my sons. Look at it. Second Kings 4 and verse 1. Now... There cried a certain woman of the wives of the sons of the prophets. Can you imagine? So what was he prophesying when he was alive? Amen. It was another prophet that built his wife and his children out. Are you from saying here? A prophet who knew his onions. You know, people can be by calling and you are not really professing 
what you stand for. A prophet is a mouthpiece of God. You are professing the word of God, the integrity of God's word. Elisha was not in debt. When he died, he didn't live in debt. Elijah did not. Why did this prophet put his wife and his children in trouble? Maybe he wasn't thinking. He didn't know that he was going to die that soon. Amen. Now, there cried a certain woman of the wives of the sons of the prophet unto Elisha, saying, Thy servant, thy servant, (laughs) my husband is dead. And thou knowest that thy servant did fear the Lord. He feared the Lord. Well, he couldn't use his faith in the God that he feared. And the creditor is come to take unto him my two sons to be born men. And Elisha said unto her, What shall I do for thee? This is a prophet. <laughs> what shall I do for you? <laughs> I can help you. I may not give you money, but I can say something that will produce money. <laughs> what shall I do for you? <laughs> Turn to your neighbor and say, What shall I do for you? <laughs> It takes a prophet to talk that way. What shall I do? <laughs> Boy, tell me what hast thou in the house? And she said, Thine handmaid had not anything in the house save a pot of oil. Then he said, Go. All right, take vessels abroad of all thy neighbors, even empty vessels. All right, receive, take from them not a few. Amen. The word borrow there does not mean that borrow and then you'll pay back later. Borrow there means ask them for it. If you look at the root word, it's not borrow like, okay, I will give interest on the vessels thereafter. Then he said, okay, go to verse 4 quickly. And when thou art coming, thou shalt shut the door upon thee and upon thy sons and shall pour out into all those vessels and thou shalt set aside that which is full so she went forth from him and shut the door upon her and upon her sons who brought the vessels to her and she poured out and it came to pass when the vessels were full that she said unto her son bring me yet a vessel and he said unto her there is not a vessel more and the oil stayed that's a prophet. And she came and told the man of God, and he said, Go, sell the oil and pay thy debt, and leave thou and thy children of the rest. Can someone say hallelujah? hallelujah. Ah. Glory to God. How many of you believe God can pay your debts? Amen. You believe it? Come on now. You believe it? I can't hear you. Do you believe it? Yes, sir. Come on. Do you believe it? Yes, sir. Come on now. Do you believe it? Yes, sir. I can't hear you. Do you believe it? Yes, sir. If you believe God can pay your debts, wave your hand, shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now let's be upstanding. I decree in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, before October to remember comes to an end, every debt that you are owing would have been paid off. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. You believe it? Let me hear your resounding amen. What is prayer? Come on, talk to me. What is prayer? A spiritual what? Transaction. Is prayer a form fair? Is prayer a a religious exercise? Is prayer just catching your phone in God's presence? No. Prayer is a spiritual transaction. Anchor scripture, Mark 11, 24. Praise God. Now what makes prayer vital, potent, and powerful? Come on now. Faith. Faith. You believe. You believe the word. Amen? Believe the word. (laughs) Believe the word. Lift up your hands and just talk to the Lord right now. Say, Lord, thank you for your word that has come to me. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Go ahead. Go ahead. Hallelujah. 
talk to the Lord. Talk to the Lord. Talk to the Lord. Talk to the Lord. You believe God? Talk to the Lord. Talk to the Lord. Hallelujah. Talk to the Lord. Thank you, Father. We give you praise. Blessed be your holy name, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. There are people under the sound of my voice. God has instructed people to bless you. And their lots are coming in now. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Say amen. Say amen. Glory to God. Alright, so go ahead, put your faith to work in prayer, and you'll get results. God bless you.